Hey, everybody. How you doing out there? Yes, that's right. Uh, Vespa Motorsport podcast back in effect. Here we are. Episode, what, 14, 15? We'll look, it, we'll look it up. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. So we've, right. Yeah, we've had a pretty busy uh, last several months and last few weeks even. Um, but uh, let's start off with introductions. My name's Alex Kahn. I'm Kevin Stram. And we have a special guest. And this or, is Robot here. All right. And we'll have a Robot custom corner like in a little bit, too. So Yeah. Pretty exciting um, to have you here there, Jeff. I know. Yeah. We've never podcast, had you on the... Finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so we had a trip to Italy recently, Piaggio uh, Dealer Conference. They actually like flew us over there. It was, it was pretty neat, actually. They introduced some new models. We got to go through the Piaggio Museum, go through the uh, Piaggio Factory. A factory tour, which is kind of rare to get to do that. See their painting facilities, the new painting robot. Uh, we got to actually see bikes assembled. The, the sh- it was actually running at the time we were there, so which is kind of rare to actually go through the factory when it's actually, you know, staffs there and bikes are being put together. And they say they build about seven hundred bikes a day out of out of the Pontedera, you know, factory. And it was this pretty is, pretty cool. So they do all the Vespas out of you know. So I saw the Primaveras, the GTSs, GTVs were built um bv 350s a little bit of bv 350 mp3 yeah 500s and i guess they do mp3 what 350 for europe and stuff too Mm -hmm. so and uh and they're building liberty postal german postal liberty bikes or or italian postal or whatever (laughs) did they have big trunks on them and stuff yeah they had a big trunk yeah a big big trunk and they're yellow they're all yellow (laughs) rad 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 rad. so and and then the 946s they had the whole little automated assembly line for that where they're kind of almost like hand built there's like three or four people in just this one little section that build the 946s so it's kind of like uh does anybody out there uh follow uh, vespa motorsports on instagram if so you may have seen a few of these things you can also follow robot on instagram as well what's your what's your tag there the robot vespa and the shop is vespa motorsport yeah. Hashtag Vespa Motorsport. So, so we'll post up some more pictures. We'll put some pictures on this for on the YouTube video for the yeah. podcast. So uh, we'll keep with some slideshows. You want to talk about your trip, the trip to Italy a little more? So we flew into Florence, and they put it, give it, you know, a couple of nice dinners they had set up for us. A bus trip to the Pontedera for the day. How long was that? How long? How far away is that from uh, Florence, Florence? It's about half, about half an hour. Oh, okay. Close That's close. It's sure. kind of between uh, Pontedera is between Florence and Pisa, pretty much. Okay. So, so if anybody's been in that part of Italy, it it really northern, it looks northern Italy. Yeah, it's cold, but it's it's looks like the middle of California. Like yeah. it, just it, was, it was cold this time of year, and actually, in fact, it snowed in Florence, which it hadn't snowed in like ten years. There is what they told us. Interesting. And it was like in the thirties, thirty degree Fahrenheit. Oh, what is that centigrade? Zero. <laughs> Zero centigrade <laughs> for freezing, and. Uh, but people are still riding around their scooters, even in the snow. They wear three-quarter shell helmets, a lot of big-wheeled scooters. Um, to put it in perspective, like gas well, uh, is what, like a, a one, 1. 1.5 euros per liter. So it's almost like $7 a gallon or something there. Yeah, so, right around there. So it makes sense for people to ride their scooters around, even in the cold. <laughs> so, I mean, that's all they have. That's their transportation. So that's what they have to ride around. But it's pretty awesome to see them cruising around in 30, 30-degree 30 35 degree temperatures all bundled up with their big windshields and their little mitts and 
Three quarters, three quarter shell helmets though. No one wears full face helmets there. I, I could not figure that out, but wow. Yeah. Amsterdam, no helmets in the cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Negative four degrees Celsius, so about twenty something degrees. Yeah, they have little bandanas on or something. <laughs> Wear wow. a baseball cap. Wow. <laughs> so, what was the most? Um, so, going back to your dealer conference, a lot of yeah. people are interested. What right. is the? Did they have an overarching theme of what their overarching theme of yeah. what the what the what the, the event the whole, was the about? Whole, the whole theme of this was a uh, we we ride together. Was okay. The kind of the whole theme of the little dealer conference they give us a nice plaque okay and basically it was kind of yeah it was kind of building a whole new philosophy of you know we're all in this together saving the environment you know saving on congestion um and saving money just on the vehicles themselves it's just a smaller footprint you know and uh, this one course encompasses encompasses aprilia motoguzi vespa piaggio kind of all their major brands so they kind of want to bring it all together and like we we ride together which is you know a cool you know for a while back we had like we you know enjoy the ride kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah and it's all about you know yeah everyone on two wheels kind of sticking together or three wheels with mp3 people but uh yeah you know we're all in this together kind of thing you know which is kind of cool so Th know. this conference it was for the american dealers you know anybody yeah. in north america which is like canada and united states but I think I think they have another one setting up. I think they're going to do an England one and do like kind of all the major countries probably. But yeah, we were just it was about what a hundred, I think a hundred, you know, other other Vespa, Piaggio, Moto, Aprilia, Moto Guzzi dealers there. So is there anybody but, out there that you'd like to say hi to that you you met sure. uh, met in Italy that, that it was Bob Bob you know Bob Headstrom was there. Um, uh, it was kind of yeah, it was a pretty good group. We knew kind of knew quite a few people there. Oh yeah, uh, Chris Phil. over Chris over at GP Phil from uh, Pride of Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, right. Shout okay. out to his podcast. Uh, yo yo. <laughs> and uh, a, a new uh, new Vespa uh, shop owner Andy from Andy Vespa, from Portland. Vespa Portland. Oh yeah, right. he was cool. That was that was cool hanging out with him for a while. So he literally, yeah. I think he the shop was his for three days, and then he flew to Italy. Yeah, with his wife. So. Right. So yeah, it was pretty rad. He was pretty excited about perks stuff, of so the job. Good. I would I say we're telling, hey, this doesn't happen all the time because I actually have never really done this before. They've had some other conferences before, but it's kind of it seems to be kind of every five years or something almost. It's kind of what they do now. So, but this this was a little special. Um, they did release a couple new bikes. Uh, you want to go into those? The uh, yeah, I'll go into yeah. the scooters. I mean, um, the big one a lot of people have heard about is the Vespa Electrica. Um, they released the specs of it. Didn't release the price of it. <laughs> Um, based on just seeing prototypes around, I still think it's easily a year off for the, you know, the North American market, but the motor's rated for, I think it's two to four kilowatts. Um, it has around a 75 mile range is the claimed range for it. Uh, pretty neat. Looked at it up close. It's got like an LCD display for the, um, speedometer. And the big thing is it's painted in. I don't know a different type of paint finish that's right that's pretty highly reflective um but for the most part it looks like a primavera that's a little techier mm. you know led headlight and taillight and all that stuff yeah the paint's kind of like a um, yeah a silver with kind of almost like a really heavy clear mm -hmm. on it with like a kind of looks really cool it looks very 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 ritzy kind of but then top speed wise you think because with a two kilowatt probably yeah that's what the way they rated it was the uh it's got a four kilowatt peak uh, is the the power output so i i would assume it's on acceleration and then you know when you're cruising obviously you need very little power to uh, maintain speed but four kilowatts comes in around five and a half horsepower and 
put it in perspective, like a most 50 cc scooters, um, they're right around a three or four, sometimes five horsepower range on the faster ones. Uh, 125 scooters, you're looking at about anywhere from you know six, seven, or eight. So I would say it's like a pretty fast 50, but a slow 125. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing maybe 50, 55 miles an hour. And based on the other electric scooters I've ridden, you know, like a Gen Z's, like a one and a half kilowatt motor, it's about a 30 mile an hour scooter. Um, the BMW C electric scooters, I think a 19 kilowatt, and that's a freeway capable scooter. Mm. So it kind of puts it right in the middle, which I think is a sweet spot for the electric electric scooters. Don't necessarily need something that goes on the highway, but you want something a little faster than the 30 mile an hour Gen Z, at least I do. I think they did list out an eco mode and a sport mode on it too, so so they may have a little, you know. And seventy five miles of range is to me that's pretty incredible. A lot of people yeah. don't quite understand electric range. They try to compare it to a gas vehicle. You can't do that. Are you really going to ride seventy five miles in your commute every day on a, a scooter? Uh, my my commutes, um, you know, round trip it's it's twenty five miles, and I feel like that's a little far. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's kind of riding the thing around all day, pretty much. Yeah. For, <laughs> for a scooter that you're not hopping on the highway. Yeah. So, I think it charges in. I think they claim four hours. I assume that's on 220 volts, the European right. voltage. That would that probably would be so 210, maybe a little slower charging. Or so. 110, yeah, 120. So. Now we're excited about it, and we're hopefully hopefully they'll have a date for when they do it. But like you said, yeah, there wasn't really there was kind of still just prototype of it. So, so it's still. Uh, may, I think they're mentioning it maybe 2019 year model or something. I don't know if it would be the late 18 or more into 19. So, but we're taking orders now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, don't exactly. know, we don't know the price yet. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's that's the farthest off. The, the stuff that will be out uh, pretty soon, um, they're going to have the all black uh, GTS, you know, some black trim. The Norte. Norte ed- yeah. edition. Are, and... are they calling that the, the Vespa Motorsport edition? <laughs> no, oh, they should. We should have sure, sure done a lot of all black scooters. And I'll talk about one of the custom bikes I'm doing now. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it seems yeah. like every titanium, uh, flat finish titanium GTS 300 at least with lots of black parts yeah, on it. I get blacked out. Yeah. So, but so back to the Norte, is it, it, is it just a trim package or are they doing something special with it? Uh, it's pretty much an appearance package. Um, I think it has a hundred dollar premium over the, the regular, um, 300 super, if I recall. Yeah. Um, but just, they black out the foot pegs, the leg shield trim, uh, the levers, uh, the, Lever, the mirrors, mirrors trim around yeah. the speedometer, all that kind of stuff. So it looks yeah. looks pretty sharp. Is it on a is it on a titanium? No, it's a paint it's job, on a matte black. A, oh, matte yeah, black. Okay, yeah. cool. All black. Yeah, all, all black. Right. Got it. it has black a little wheels. Norte little Norte badge on there and special stuff. badge right. on yeah. it. Yeah, oh, right. I think it looks sweet. It is a really cool bike actually. Mm-hmm. Really excited. And about I've those. always I've always liked you know the all black scooter. I mean, they did a GTV years ago that was all black. Um, it never made to the United States, but I've I've seen that in its flesh in Europe and it's pretty nice looking. Um there was the Prima yeah, fiftieth anniversary Primavera. Fiftieth yeah, and that Which comes is, in a pretty unique uh blue color, like yeah. a solid blue color. That's pretty neat. Kind of, kind of like a light blue, China blue kind of thing almost or something. Oh really? Yeah, it was cool. That'd it was cool. a neat color, yeah. Nice badge on it. Little badge and twelve inch wheels. A new new style twelve inch wheel yeah. that's different than the um sprint the ones. sprint wheels that you've seen. They look pretty sharp and they're kind of in a, a dark gunmen gunmetal gray. Uh it's got a LED taillight. I'm not sure if it's gonna come with the LED headlight, but 
Yeah, uh, I don't think it did. But then it didn't have the speedo. This then there, then there was a Primavera Sport they had too, which was a matte red yeah, color. Matte red, and it looked sharp. I yeah. liked it. And that I actually had the new bad. digital speedo in it, which is what the Electra kind of has. Yeah, it's a it similar too. speedometer. I so. couldn't, couldn't power it up to see what it is. Yeah, but it didn't have a battery. It had the, the key in it, but it didn't turn on. Yeah, we, we tried. Yeah, Primavera <laughs> Sports. Yeah, the Sport. So it's essentially like a trimmed out like a Sprint 12 inch wheels. Yeah. Um, Sprint with a round headlight. Round headlight, <laughs> but it does have the new digital speedometer in it. Uh, so. New seats on them. Yeah. Um, the yacht edition. Right. Um, yacht. That yeah. one was that one was a little little kind of. Yeah, it's neat, but it's, it's a, neat. It, yeah, has the tan seat and the blue horn cover and white the special badging and white trim and stuff. So. Both in Primavera yeah. and I think the GTS will come right. in the yacht edition. Yeah. So for you yacht goers that have uh, right. The nautical, nautical themed nautical We got you covered. Don't worry. <laughs> that's so, pretty. That's yeah. that actually sounds like a pretty cool little bike. Yeah, it'll probably look pretty cool down at the, you know, down at the dock hanging out <laughs> exactly. in your Sperry's yeah. with your dock ciders and your polo with your popped collar. Yeah, ready exactly. to do it. There um, you go. Uh, you kind of give us well, kind of gives a lunch in the uh, the museum there. It was nice. We got to hang out in the museum a pretty good time and kind of look at bikes. Yeah, which is if you ever get a chance, you know, to visit, make sure you do because it, it, they have set hours and stuff. They're usually there. Double check with their hours because we've we've showed up there before. Where they have other events going on and stuff, but it's free, free to the public. Uh, you walk through there. They got tons of you know, pretty much I think almost every vintage vest that they've made throughout the years, uh, including the prototypes and stuff from forty three, forty four, and stuff. So, and uh, a lot of good history there and. Definitely, definitely pretty awesome to check it out. So, and yeah, so this was pretty funny because I was getting text messages from Alex with yeah. with photographs of cool the, bikes that I've always wanted to see in person, and then he's like, "Oh, oh check out this bike!" Yeah. You know, some of the race, some of the race production, yeah. like six day racers, and kind of all, yeah, that stuff. There's like, yeah, that's the only one that existed is in the museum there. So, another chance to see it anywhere else, right? Uh, I was really impressed at how small like a uh, Paparino is. I thought it was yeah. actually a, a larger bike, but when I've never seen somebody standing next to it, yeah, and was. then knowing you, robot, and your dimensions, <laughs> standing next to this scooter, it was like, oh my god, that scooter is dinky. Yeah, it's yeah. on like what on what what size would you actually put it? Was it like three quarters scale to yeah, what? Like, like, like a Honda Spree? Yeah. Like a Honda, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like got a it. small 50 or something, yeah, it's, but it's, it's got tall. a lot more substantial body work to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, so. not too fond of the, the shape of it, but, you know, it was their their first prototype and attempt. They were using the um, the power units that they were using for aircrafts. Yeah. I don't quite remember the whole story about them, but. It was supposed to be like a yeah. starter motor or something mm -hmm. for their bomber motors or something. But I don't know if that's true or not. And then of course, seeing the wheel with landing gear and things like that. So, because Vespa, yeah, they made you know Piaggio made airplane parts and, and during the war and stuff. So, but they have stuff going back because Piaggio has been around since eighteen. I think it's the one hundred thirtieth anniversary of Piaggio now, two thousand eighteen. So they have you know trained the trained coach work there, one of their airplanes they made. You know, so there's a lot more history than just the scooters even there. So the company's been around a long time. So. They have some really cool history about it. You know, got bombed during the war, and so it's pretty pretty cool to check out. So Don't definitely I, do that. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome museum. I mean, there's a lot of uh, scooters that have traveled around the world that are in that yeah. museum. Yeah, one uh, had the Vespa Super Shop sticker on there still. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, I definitely look for that right away. Yeah. So, <laughs> the Vespa Super I mean, Shop for for me and the fact. I mean, that was definitely the high point of the trip. I don't know what was it. What, what would you say? 
your high point other than your other than your trip back oh the trip back but uh <laughs> we'll touch on that yeah that was kind of exciting but yeah the museum's always yeah pretty exciting to see i was happy to return to the museum um you know what it was funny i was kind of wishing they had their first plastic scooter in there uh the sphera when it came out in 1988 or 92 or right. something so they really they, didn't they know. didn't have anything like that they didn't have a, yeah. like or even a collection of their plastic scooters yeah like a jalera runner I mean, circa 1998 yeah. i mean that was a pretty substantial scooter right. for Diageo, or at least scooter people know yeah what it is did so move them that whole they had a coza um you know a lot the 70th anniversary scooters 60th anniversary gt60 um the, 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 the real new stuff series uh, america or not series america but um 2011 yeah. and of course they also have mopeds and the apes too so mm-hmm. yeah, they had the moped they had the first prototype moped they had in there which probably no one ever looks at but it's kind of mm-hmm. cool you know the pre pre chow even you know so and uh that's yeah, yeah. a substantial product for them yeah and out of all the mopeds the the chow i mean in its simplicity that's what what you're gonna appreciate right. about it there's right. a lot of other mopeds that they did other me kind of funky things but, you know one bike i don't think they had a 50 ss I don't think they had the 50. They had 90 SS in there. 90 SS. I didn't see a 50 SS, see though. A 50. That's Interesting. Of, that's one of the rarest, like, production Vespas ever made, too. So, so anybody out there <laughs> wants to visit the shop and see a 50, 50 SS, SS, come on by the shop <laughs> because we actually have one here. And the Piaggio Museum doesn't. That's pretty cool. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, yeah. You want to tell me about your trip back? <laughs> oh, yeah. So so this, this was my shortest uh, overseas trip ever. Yeah. Probably I haven't had a trip shorter in Canada, <laughs> yeah. but um, but we flew. I with Alex, Monica, and I we flew into um, Florence. I think we arrived around two p.m. Yeah, and it took us what eighteen hours something. Yeah, like, twenty regular, hours or something. Regular yeah. Europe kind of flight with some out of the West small Coast. Lay, yeah, you know, layover, and then you got the huge time change for West Coast mm-hmm. people. Nine hours different. So, so uh, arrived there, uh, had the night. And then the whole entire day uh, with Piaggio. And then the next morning, well, well I stayed up till like 1.30 a.m. The next morning, 4 a.m., shouldn't have stayed in the hotel, uh, <laughs> off to the airport. And from then on was just delays and missing connection, connection flights. It started out in Florence, you know, Florence to Amsterdam. I was like, oh, boy, we're sitting on a runway for quite a long time. I mean, we board the plane regular hours. I I said, well, I guess I'm going to miss that connect connection flight that takes me to LAX from Amsterdam. It's only, a, I think, a 90-minute layover yeah. in Amsterdam. We were on the uh, runway for over an hour. So, That's it. I missed that. Yeah, I missed that. Arrived in Amsterdam, booked another flight to Detroit um, much later in the night. So mm-hmm. I pretty much had the whole entire day in Amsterdam, walked around Amsterdam. Uh, it was freezing cold. But people still riding their bikes around. Yeah, riding their bikes around. Had to buy a jacket, a beanie. It's kind of cold. <laughs> Back to the airport. Delays, delays, delays. Um, finally got to Detroit. Um, missed the connecting, connection flight to San Diego. They stayed overnight. They wanted to fly me out, I think, six hours. You know, you know, the first morning flight, essentially, yeah, out of Detroit. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I'm not going to leave the airport and go to a hotel and lay down for three hours and then wake back up and catch the bus back to the airport. So I said, well, what's the next flight? They said, oh, it's 
the next direct ones much later and I was like, okay, well, I'll make the best of it. Hang out in Detroit, go to the Ford Museum, um, rented a car, a uh, full-blown snowstorm came through the east. <laughs> I was in a, I had a rental uh, Mustang, too bad it was a convertible Mustang. Uh, in the snow. <laughs> in the snow, and so it was like, down. cars wrecked everywhere, gridlock everywhere. Uh, didn't really want to drive where I just want to get back to the airport for the museum. Uh, no snow scraper with a car. He used a credit card. Scraped about three inches of snow off the window. You, you were saying the Ford Museum was cool, though. It was yeah, it was actually, very cool. it's a lot more history of America. And yeah, American history of in, inter, in, yeah, industry. In, yeah, industrial America history, yeah. like one of the largest collection of uh, steam engines and generators. You know, um, a lot of the original machinery for the Ford plant, and it was kind of interesting. Even you know, the reason Ford was so successful, not just because of assembly line that he was also the first one to have interchangeable parts, something we take for granted nowadays, you know, cars before that or vehicles in general, you know, that these were craftsmen building them and parts were hand fitted. So when a part breaks, you don't just find a 6203 bearing and just pop it in there. They're, you know, all machine within that, you know, hundreds of thousands of an inch or millimeter or whatever. Um, you know, you had a craftsman kind of whittle that thing down and get it to fit. But Ford, he bought, um, uh, I guess at the time in Switzerland, there was a um, a measurement company that made all sorts of standard measurements. He bought the whole entire company out of Switzerland and moved them to the United States. And that's before he established the Model A assembly line. Yeah. So interchangeable parts. To me, that's almost more substantial than yeah, assembly, assembly line. line. Right. Yeah. You know? That's pretty cool. So it's kind of interesting. I don't really know that fact. Yeah. So. And of course, then you missed getting into San Diego. Yeah, I missed getting into San Diego. Uh, San Diego has a curfew at the airport. So the flight was uh, further delayed, delayed because of all the snow in Detroit. Um, leaving the airport for some reason, trying to get the, um, the ice man to de ice the plane. <laughs> the, the wings just had a thick layer of snow on them. Yeah, I, wow. I have a photo of that. Oh, um, so I was like, oh boy. Um, you know, the pilot was trying to push and work with ground control to land in San Diego, and I guess he was eight minutes off, got oh, uh, diverted to Los Angeles. Yeah. So then took a bus from Los Angeles to San Diego at wow. four. I think I got home to bed at 4 a.m. So San Diego time, you know. Yeah. So total hours? I think it was uh, over 55 travel hours back. E Gads. So like pretty much um, in Italy for 30-something hours. Yeah. The return trip, 55, 56 yeah, right. travel. Almost, twi almost tw twice yeah. as long. Yeah. yeah. Well, then the travel there, too, which is another yeah, 18. 18 hours or yeah. something. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty rad. It's pretty awesome. The shortest yeah. trip ever and the most yeah. travel time ever. That's yeah. a pretty funny story, yeah. man. Pretty funny story. And all I could do is laugh about it. It's like yeah. some people were being miserable to the flight attendants on the airplane. Yeah, they right. were. It's yeah. like there's what nothing they can do. It's like... You gotta entertain yourself and go yeah. with it. Like, go yeah, along it was, with it. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna make the plane go any faster. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's right. true. Uh, other stuff going on. All right. So we do have some. Uh, we do have Exciting. some. Yeah, some really cool events coming up. Um, Amerivespa is coming. There's something here locally. So if you're in the the greater Southwest and you want to, uh, and you we'll want to <laughs> exactly. And you want an adventure down south of the border? There's uh, the Mexico's National Rally. Actually, Jeff, you're somewhat involved, but like you kind of—I've attended several of them now. The Encuentro yeah. Nacional in um, 
mostly organized by the people out of Mexico City and the other you know large surrounding um, cities, you know Puebla, Corretero, um, Guadalajara. I mean, all the big. There's a lot of big cities in central Mexico, and and they have quite a big scooter uh, following pop- population. Or I don't know, it's not really the right way of saying it, but um, the rallies quite organized and about just as large as a Mayor Vespa. If you've been to those, just to give you a hint, just for Mexico. Yeah. So, so it was like four or 500 scooters a show. Yeah. And it's yeah. always been very exciting. Um, this is the farthest it's ever been away from um, mainland Mexico and Tijuana. Uh, coming Basically up in the, mid-April. Yeah. The farthest North, it's literally 15 minutes from where we sit right now. We're going to have an opportunity to go and party with all our friends south of the border. Super excited about it. That should be cool. I mean, they got some fun stuff planned, some you know, wine country rides through Baja there. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to close off part of Revolution and have, you know, a little, I don't even know, it was a little street fair or kind of a little. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, they kind of got a nice host hotel in, in Tijuana, like pretty much in downtown Tijuana there. So, so uh, yeah, we're pretty excited. Into April 27th through the 30th. Which is actually like a Friday. Monday is a, a holiday in Mexico, so they're doing the Monday there too. So, so um, and, and yeah, for Mexico. To look it up. I guess what? Well, they had a hashtag the En Vespa MX 2018. But if you kind of search for it, I'm sure you can yeah, find it. And, search for yeah. Vespa Club Mexico 2018. Yeah, and it's like, I think it's like thirty dollars. It's like five hundred something pesos yeah. or you something. You could find. But, you could. Yeah, there's a the website. I think it, you could do an English conversion, but just yeah. look for the bolitos, and yeah. it's about 500 pesos for yeah. the ticket to sign up for it. So it's cheap, and you get a little. I think they're doing a T-shirt it, for uh, it. And, yeah, yeah, T-shirt and a little dinner. I think yeah. at some point, dinner, right? And there's actually uh, shows they're having, concert DJs, like a lot of stuff going on with it. So it's a little ambitious. I hope they can pull it all off, but it should be it'll be fun either way. So just go, just go with a, uh, just go with the flow. Uh, Sat- have, Saturday have is a good ride. They're going uh, where the Gymkhana. They're going out to uh, Valle de Guadalupe, which is where all the wine country is. Um, you know, I guess I would say it's east of Ensenada, maybe uh, 75 miles south of Tijuana. Real pretty ride. They'll yeah. probably go along the coast. Um, there actually is some pretty nice rides. I mean, there may be a few dirt roads through there, but most of the paved roads are really nice. It's like nicer than some of the stuff in San Diego now, actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the toll, highway, the toll highways are super nice down there, so. So it should be fine. We'll be in a big group, so it should be totally safe. And uh, looking at the hotels are cheap. I mean, hotels range like the luxury hotel they have, which is like a four star hotel. I think it's one hundred fifty bucks a night, which is and then. But yeah, I'm sure you can find places for like twenty dollars a night or something if you really wanted to. So, uh, so yeah, it should be should be pretty fun. Should be and fairly and safe and stuff too. So I'd definitely like check it out. And if you're, you know, around uh, Southern California area or wherever, just you know. It'll be easy and short for you or come from come from all over the country if you want so it should be a fun thing so yeah come on out come on out yeah Get, um, thaw out a little bit and talk about <laughs> all over the country then we got maravespa maravespa richmond this year yeah. uh yeah. looks like that's gonna be happening this uh in june it looks like yeah it's gonna be june 6th through the 10th richmond virginia virginia which is uh chelsea's uh, i think hosting Oh, cool. Scoot Richmond is doing kind of a lot planning for it. Rad. Uh, okay. She was over cool. there. She was at the conference at the dealer conference. Rad. Okay. And, uh, now it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Actually. They got a lot of cool stuff going on there. And, uh, and Mayor Vespa's, they always put on a good event. You know, they always, 
have a lot of stuff going on. It's well planned and you know good rides and and uh, a lot and of cool people. Now these these events are done by the Vespa Club of America. That's who puts on your Amera Vespa stuff, and so they're in, they're in a they're all about like uh, promoting Vespa awareness and and riding and and getting together in groups and all that stuff. So they've actually organized June twenty third. Uh, this 2018 National Vespa Parade Day, uh, and this is also going to be so you. This is going to be the great opportunity for you in your local in your in your area. local areas to get together with your other Vespeezies and and do a ride together. If yeah. you're just it's, it kind of open anyone to organize something for it. So yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not like one particular location. It's all over the country. So yeah, so put something together for it if there's not already something going on in your area. I think we're going to have something through the Vespa Club of San Diego going on here. So, yeah. So, and once again, facebook.com slash Vespa Club USA slash. Okay. So, there you go. It's yeah. that easy. And if you want to join the Vespa Club of America, yeah, it's easy. Just send out some little brochures to. So, just check in with your either a, check online or check with uh, what it's all about. It's 35 bucks a year. Uh, that $35 gets you, let's see. Stuff, Fun. stuff. <laughs> no, they send out a little pin, no, yeah. membership card. They actually are. Uh, I think they have one little issue of the American Scooters thing coming out still, but uh, discounts okay. and rally discounts, discounts on Amer Vespa and some other stuff. But kind of become this little VIP member and some kind of get clued in on some stuff exclusively. So I'm wondering how many people out there have been a and a member for of the Vespa Club of America for the last 25 years because this uh, 2017 they celebrated their 25th anniversary. I was, so I was a founding I was a founding member. Yeah, I think Alex I numbered was, like 59 I or cheated. something. I was only 97 through <laughs> yeah. like 2000. Pretty, then yeah. I skipped a decade and a half. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't pay my dues for a few <laughs> years too though, so. Um, I think that's about it. I don't well, we do have these little Insta cameras. Oh yeah, that's kind of That was that was a little oh. premium little premium from Piaggio. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was kind of odd they give out the little the metal and it's like, "Well, they're giving out this little the yeah. instant camera which uses the um well, like the, Polaroid the, film, yeah. Yeah, Polaroid style which is Fu, Fuji Instinct uh film. Um and it's kind of funny, but I've used around the shop. There's probably won't see in the camera, but I don't know. Okay. Scott will zoom in. There's uh <laughs> Fabio. There's Kevin Levin. <laughs> and uh, if you can rad. see, probably in, in the podcast, they just look like pitch black photos. These instant cameras need so much. That, light. that did go through the X-ray machine like yeah. ten times, though. It so. went through an X-ray a bunch of times, but <laughs> I think it makes white streaks when you yeah, have the X-ray gets to it. Uh, scooter in service. A black photo of uh, Luis working on a scooter. A zoom in of Luis working on a scooter. Hey, while you're talking about <laughs> Luis working on a scooter, he's he's building that. He's building a custom bike right yeah, let's now. Let's do robot. Not... Let's do robots. Uh, bike yeah. building custom. Yeah, that's pretty boring because you can't see these. But, yeah. <laughs> but there's the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> that's this is my spirit animal right here. This one right here. It's robot. He's my spirit animal. There you go. Well, also, that's cool because the light's shining through the hat on that yeah. one. We'll have to post a few of those. Yeah, we'll there. post them up. Cool. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you want to do a robot's custom scooter corner? Yeah. What, so couple, what you guys got going things. on over there, man? Yeah, I kind of go we over. Can, like, we can edit in some of this footage, too. Yeah, I got bikes. <laughs> Right now, in service, I kind of, you know, no one's really ever seen the other technicians on any of the videos. But um, I have Luis working for us. He is born and raised in Tijuana. Has been a longtime Vespa enthusiast. Um, 
He's, he's, a, he's actually in the Vespa club. Yeah, he's helping the, organize the, Maxima, the rally. Maxima of um, he rides a GTV 250. It's got like 55,000 miles on it. Um, to cross the border. Yeah, across the border, <laughs> all that stuff. A very detail-oriented guy. He worked, worked for us from uh, 2010 through 2016. Takaitis, because he had, uh, him and his wife had a, a baby. Uh, worked at a trolley place, decided, no, he wants to work on scooters again. So he's back with us. Uh, got Travis. He's been working for us uh, quite a long time, um, part-time. You know, helps with a lot of custom builds, just general service. Uh, now he's working full-time. And kind of the crazy one, my brother, Scott, he, um, he's been in Vespas just as long as I have, uh, but he's mostly worked on motorcycles and big motorcycle shops is where he's worked um in the past uh wanted to move back to san diego and said sure you want to work for the team so he's working with me so that's something i never thought would ever happen um so i got three uh tax working and then myself kind of doing less and less wrenching a lot of other Stuff I got it is like right nicely now. staffed over there now, and then Dave at the service, yeah, a, Dave, Dave. who wrenches on wrenches the bikes a little bit too, but uh, came from he, Scooter Works, came from Scooter Works fame, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. he uh, manages. If if you're wondering who's posting everything uh, on Instagram, uh, Dave manages our Instagram feed. That's yeah. yeah, that's primarily that guy. He used to work for like Petco doing some of their advertising and marketing and photography stuff. So yeah, so yeah, so he has nice rounded. Little toolbox of, of uh, skills there. So, so, so what's yeah. the what's the but, big bike that you guys are working on right now? But on to the customs that we're building. I mean, there's always something custom. I mean, today I've had a pretty exciting uh, custom. I'll do a little video on it. But we're doing a BV. Uh, the customer he just had a, a traditional top case. Him and his wife uh, would go on trips with it, but they wanted to bring an addition, not their baby. They wanted to bring their other baby, their dog. Mm-hmm. So. There's a dog carrier on the back. Uh, we built a custom uh, backrest for his wife. That's uh, quite strong. So it no longer has a top case, but it's got this dog carrier, made a plate. Uh, yeah, I saw the diamond plate on there. Yeah, nice. just a little little metal fab. Um, I was doing a little needle work today on a sewing machine here. So I had to um, sew up some nylon webbing for the straps and stuff. It's kind of fun sitting at my yeah. table and sewing. But yeah, I'll do a little video on that probably in the next week or so. Uh, but the big one that we're working on, um, we have a local customer, Brian. He's got a Vespa GTV 300 in the metallic brown. Um, he loves the scooter, but he decided he no longer loves the color. And after he saw the video, that I think TC and I did probably about a year ago at this point, we did a, um, a GTS, all black GTS, tons of chrome and brian just said well i pretty much want to do this uh similar setup with my gtv so we completely resprayed every single part that was metallic brown is now uh gloss black uh sent out for chrome works um i can tell you it's like several thousand dollars of chrome work is going into the scooter lots of parts little bolts and nuts stuff you don't see um getting a new pipe it's already got the melosi um cylinder kit and head and all that fun stuff on it putting a different uh speedometer on it it's, has a, a little bit a little bit more deluxe than the regular gtv one 
What speedos lighting. going into it? Um, there is a Coso SIP speedometer that that's intended for the PX, but it also will fit with some custom wiring. Um, will fit the GTV. Okay, cool. Custom yeah. wiring. That's it, me rad. Yeah, it's not not a plug and play. Easy not thing. a oh. plug and play. <laughs> I've seen the bike. The blacks is it, is it was clear coated. It has a heavy clear on it. Yeah, we, 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 like we shot it. Yeah, you know, just things like this glass. regular black, no metallic, and several layers of clear coat. And I had Luis uh, a color sand cut and buff the thing. I he probably spent the majority of a day. Working on the frame, the fender, some of the other plastic yeah. plates, and it looks like glass. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the nicest looking black paint <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, ever exactly. seen. I'm afraid to touch the thing now. Exactly. It looks like a piece of glass. Yeah, that's black. So black's tough though too, because like yeah, it gets little swirls or little sand. Yeah, this don't, thing looks beautiful. Looks don't want to touch it with a dirty rag or anything. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, exactly. so oh, but we're gonna start getting the chrome work trickling back from the chrome shop, um, and start bolting it back together, and I'll do a little video of that. That's good yeah. once it's all finished up. Yeah, this is cool. looking cool. Pretty excited to build it for Brian. He's been a longtime customer. Yeah, yeah he's on the Bajaj. He's on the uh, Stella. LX. I think a buddy. Yeah, uh, the, yeah the element, the Stella. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, he's had a lot of scooters over yeah, the years. He's, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's a cool guy and has a lot of bikes. And, mm -hmm. and he's always excited about it. So this one, this is a pretty rad build to do for him. So we're really excited about it. And the GTV is going to look cool with a all black like that. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right. How how does everybody like the videos and stuff like that? Just comment in the uh, on the YouTube video or, or I know. Sorry, us. they're lacking. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, let us know. Let us know what's yeah. happening. If there's anything that you want to see, like technical wise, that you'd like us to mm -hmm. kind of create a video for, that's going to help you in your garage at home. Let us know so we can kind of put something together and maybe we and, can kind of do a, and also, a compilation. Also search like up that. there. Cause we have almost 400 videos. So yeah, search our channel because we have a lot of stuff up there. So some of it's getting a little outdated, but it's good to keep for reference and yeah. stuff. So, also. so, uh, but yeah. we'll keep making more. For you sure, can date so. them based on yeah. my hair lane. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. How chubby I am yeah, or whatever. Right. So. Exactly. Dude. <laughs> what exactly. Like counting the rings in the tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so. exactly. All right. Anything else? What uh, else we got? Yeah. We launched a new website. Duh. That's true. Yeah. Let's touch on Come that. Come on, man. That's a big one. That's a big one. Sorry it took so long to get to the big stuff here. Everybody's been waiting around for this stuff. Yes. ScooterWest.com, the, the sponsor of our show. ScooterWest.com has launched its new website. It's been we've been waiting for God, it's been almost a couple years in the making or something. Two years really. in the making, but it's I been mean, needed for three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or longer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty nice. Yeah, check it out. It's it still needs some, you know, definitely some more. Work on it, some more polishing, some more pictures, more descriptions. Uh, we have pretty much all our items up there. Uh, we got to get parts diagrams. So there's still a lot to do, but it's it's big improvement over the old the old site. Absolutely. Where actually search works like ni nice and the checkout's smooth and it's kind of on a standard platform that works for more people. So And something that's that we're planning to add later in the next coming months, probably the, it'll take about four months to get the up there. Discover and learn section too. Discover so and learn. That's gonna be downloadable parts books, wiring diagrams, you know, brochure, anything we anything in our archives we can kind of find to put up there just for you to download for free. So it'll just be kind of a nice helpful section. Yeah, a lot of the videos reference. are linked to yeah. to the products. Yeah, We've got a lot videos. of that. Um and also keep in mind, you know, we're still we're still we have four people on the phones um, constantly, constantly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. a lot more than anybody else here in North America. So we can yeah. certainly take your order over the phone, but it's always easier if you do it from the website. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. And there's going to be some yeah. perks to ordering from the website. Exactly. And the, 
the coming months. So. And we keep trying to add more information up there, though. So if you actually look up there and read stuff for the descriptions for the things, there's scooter fit and everything. So we're trying to trying to provide you all the information you need so you get the right stuff the first time. Yeah, so. absolutely. So thanks, everybody, for, Thank for listening to this uh, episode 13, 14, 15. And we're going to do a little selfie here. Come on over, Al. Let's see. I don't let's know. See. I'm not how sure how you do it. Yeah, yeah, look, look in that little mirror right there. It's going right. to turn, turn out all Oh, all look black. at that. It's just a white photo. I don't see anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to shake it. No. Oh, yeah, shake it don't. like a polar. Exactly. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> we'll see how that turns Black-eyed out. Piece. <laughs> Scott, one so. one last thing we need to say, because we haven't. Scott's gotten married. So congratulations, Scott, oh, yes, on, on your nuptials awesome. and stuff like that. It was months ago. <laughs> I, I showed up. I had short hair. These when are I was timeless. At, <laughs> I, was, I had short hair when I was at your at your wedding. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else to add, gentlemen? Uh, Kevin should cut his hair. I told him yesterday. Yeah. Uh, That's what I said too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So he did shave. He did shave. He did shave for I this. did. I did shave for this. <laughs> you can tell that I shaved. Right? Okay. So this right, one's ran a little over. Sorry about that. So cool. everybody right. have a great night. Have a great week and uh, enjoy the ride. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Ciao. At Vespa <laughs> everywhere and ScooterWest.com. <laughs>